I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, beans, greens, beans, 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 greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, you name it, you name it, you name it, you name it, what up though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 111 of the What Up Though podcast. Yep, we're back. And we're back. Uh, it's now 1945. It's no, not, right, right. We're back in, in present time. <laughs> Our uh, 1945 is not present time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, oh, you said we are at 1945? Yeah, I said we're oh, in 1945. Oh, I thought you said we're not. Okay, no, no, no yeah. Not, no, we're in not. the second week of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> we're still... When was, when? This is still like the walking dead for what fucking year were we, uh, politics. Were we able to vote? Do you remember the year we were? We as in blacks? At blacks, yeah. Oh, no, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know offhand. I was like, I was trying to wonder where we still not able to vote. But I don't know. Oh, I feel yeah, like I in 45 know. we were able to. Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so uh, the pre. No, we didn't, even th- we didn't even talk about that. We may not be recording next week. Just thought about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. <laughs> Uh, we surely didn't. I just thought about it like shit. Yeah, I, like not I, even off air. Like no, we literally have no, not discussed. <laughs> no, we literally have not discussed that we may not be recording next week because yeah, of, next Thursday is Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's take a week off. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say yeah, the pre-Thanksgiving. I'm like shit. Thanksgiving Thursday. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we um yeah we might have a week off next week. But uh yeah. So, or maybe we could record some like little bullshit on Wednesday night. I just like fucking around, like have some people over and. Yeah, of course, some actually, bullshit, but I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. Actually, we could uh, do a pre, like real pre Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, so, like yeah. not a legit podcast, no. but maybe like you know some dumb shit. I don't know. Yeah, we uh, we we'll figure that out. No commitments week. whatsoever. If you get some shit on Thanksgiving, know what happened, <laughs> right? And yeah, even then, it's all like it's it's like even if we record something on Wednesday, it's like okay, so is, are people gonna listen to it on Thanksgiving? No. So you know, it's you know some old homely ass motherfuckers who ain't got families who might be just <laughs> people who don't have families just listening to a random podcast <laughs> instead of eating food and shit. Yeah, I mean, no promises, but who knows? Maybe we'll get drunk and just be like, "Hey, let's just uh, start recording some just shit and just see what happens." Shit, see what happens. So uh, anyway, that could be the most entertaining shit ever, or it could be it, it incredibly could be or, bad or, or terrible. And we just like fuck it, we're not we're not posting this shit. Yeah. So so we're gonna record with with the. Uh, um, the thoughts that we're not going to record next week. So, right. Um, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Um, I'm actually not sure. Like, typically we, uh, we have such a big family situation to where Thanksgiving and Christmas we're going to multiple houses because it's like, okay, we're going to my wife's mom's house and we're going to uh, my wife's dad's house and we're going to uh my mom's house and it. Thanksgiving and Christmas are kind of like a huge clusterfuck, but we're thinking of kind of just staying in 
for the holidays and just making people come see us. Because, like, we're not going to take the baby out in the cold yeah, and go out just driving like, and shit. got the baby and shit and y'all just got the new house. I feel that would have been perfect to just have motherfuckers just come by. That shit. was my argument. I was like, yeah. oh, why would we not? Because I'm like, we've been going out of our way to go to other people's houses yeah, for all these all years. This and time, right. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, we got a perfect excuse to not leave and we got a perfect excuse for people to come. So, I yeah, this, like, I I, I'm... Real. Highly on board with we just stay home and whoever want to come over, come over, but kind of just play it low key. So we'll see. Yeah, we're uh, we're not doing nothing major. Um, I plan on not leaving the house unless it's for a liquor run <laughs> or the store is open. They I can't remember. I don't know why I think I can't recall, but I feel like they are. I don't know why I think they are, too, because um, I feel like there's been plenty of Thanksgivings where it's like. Everybody's going home, not going home, but like the end of the like actual eating and dinner and shit is over with, and people are like, yeah, let's hit the liquor store and grab a fifth. And right, <laughs> yeah, I know. I think they, I think it is because I've actually did. I, I think I've went to. I mean, we live in Detroit. There's gonna be <laughs> there's gonna be liquor stores they open. Be what are we talking about? Open. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I think I remember going to a a club Thanksgiving night one year. Um, wow. So yeah, I, I think. But yeah. So anyway, yeah, we're we're not doing that anymore. with all the other bitches with right. no families. <laughs> what all those motherfuckers like? I'm gonna bust this pussy open tonight. I don't know why, but I think <laughs> it was like you know after all the family shit uh, was gone, and this I think this was much before I was with my wife. Like all the family shit's gone, and you just sitting around the crib like, shit, I got up. Then you find out some nigga at the club like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I went. To, it was some uh, some bar duo. The bar. I don't it's know. Some, it's, uh, heard of it. it's in it's in Southfield off Northwestern, like past Jr. Over there by like the guitar center or something like that. I remember going there. I think that was things. Maybe I know it by another name, but I think it's just been doing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Um, have you did any clubbing in Southfield before? <laughs> <laughs> no, serious question because it's like ain't too much shit in Southfield, so it's like <laughs> I've been to like bars in Southfield, but like clubbing, like straight no. clubbing, like, no, never yeah. been to a club in Southfield. My time in the club was spent. In downtown Detroit and Pontiac, and a little bit in Dearborn. Well, those in Canada. That oh was yeah, my, in Canada. Yeah, that was my clubbing. But that was only downtown until Detroit, I was twenty-one. Downtown Detroit. I did a little. Actually, I did a little after twenty. I was probably about twenty-three, because. Yo, I, I, our listeners, we have very few. Not very few, but we have a lot of outside of Michigan listeners who might not know how Canada is, but like. In Canada, you can do all the drinking and all yeah. that shit and clubbing at 19. At 19. So, so when, with us being in Detroit, where we can just go across the bridge or through the tunnel, uh, a lot of us in Detroit started clubbing, drinking, partying and shit at 19, even though in here in the United States, you got to be 21. So when I used to go, um, initially, I was we were going to Canada because I had friends that were older than me, and I couldn't get into clubs in Detroit. Same here. So we would go to Canada. But then the shit got switched, and I was the older friend. And so we were going to Canada because my younger friends hmm, couldn't, interesting. Uh, couldn't club. So it got switched um, for me. But that basically meant I was in Canada from like 19 to like 22, 23 <laughs> uh, or whatever. But Canada, man, I had I have mad fun clubbing in Canada, man. I I used to go and I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't know you then. So I used to go. We used to go to Don Cherry's a lot. Everybody uh, did. Um, and then uh, used to go to Music Cafe. And those were the two. <laughs> it's funny. This is a distinct possibility that we were in Don yeah, Cherry's at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> and did and did you ever go it. to uh, uh, Music Cafe on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a very strong chance. 
Um, it is. Don Cherry's was just a, always on Saturdays or Fridays, but mostly Saturdays. And then Music Cafe, they did the, I guess, Black Music Night on Sundays. And it just shows, too, how, like, I had so much, uh, we just, just being younger, we had so much fucking energy and shit. And, Man. and so I remember being 19 or 20, I was, I was, uh, going to Henry Ford Community College and we would, we would get together. So it was like me, my cousin and two of my, a couple of my homeboys, we would get together, we would pre-drink, uh, or pre-game, I guess you would call Kinda it. Kind of pre-game. Um, um. So we would get like a couple of six packs or a twelve pack or whatever, and like a fifth of Hennessy or something. So we would drink that prior to crossing, get over to Canada side. Um, side note: This is pre nine eleven. Oh yeah, this pre nine. That's a very yeah. important yeah yeah this important is, yeah, distinction that, we that, gotta yeah. make. Yeah, nine eleven yeah. fucked a lot of shit up for us going to Canada yeah. from Detroit. Yeah, nine eleven like, fucked it up. I didn't go as much after that. I want yeah. I want a little bit because. Uh, I, 9-11, I had turned 21 that year, um, I believe. Was that? Wait. What year was 9-11? 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turned 21 that year. And so I think I went when I was 22, but that was about it. But yeah, the, the security was all crazy and fucked up at 9-11. But before then, so we would do our pre-gaming, get over there, and it, uh, uh, not Don Cherry's, um, Music Cafe, they used to have $5 pitchers. So everybody would get their own pitcher and then be drunk. So we done started drinking at like eight o'clock. We get over there. We're going to like what two or three? Cause I think they stayed open later. Yep. Two or three. Drop everybody off. Everybody get home like four, three, four in the morning. I had eight a.m. classes and I would go basically sleep for an hour or two. Get up, go to class, then go to work. Man, now a heavy night like that, nigga. I don't want to go to work the next day. Like I'm recovering the whole fucking next two days Man. from heavy drinking. So yeah, it was uh, it was it was nuts. Um, I had a I've had a few. Have you had like any like peak moments that you associate with Canada? Like I've had I've had a couple. Like I had one where uh, I got so drunk that I got kicked out the club, and my boy Steve, who's been on the podcast before, had to like help me out. And he he was like, yeah, man, uh, like there was like a, the entrance was like two doors and one door was open and the other was closed. And he was like helping me out. He's like, hey, man, watch that door. Watch that door. Watch that door. He was like, bam. <laughs> well, no. I walked to the door. We went to a like hot dog stand. I spilled hot dog. I spilled mustard all over my fucking clothes. See, I, I was I was I was I definitely got fucked up many a times over there, but nothing really crazy happened because I think one of the times I was over there. You know, they had a dude who was drunk as hell, and he started, uh, he said something to one of the bouncers. Man, this fucking bouncer slants him so hard on the ground. And after that, I think I never really got that drunk. Because cause my thing was, I don't want to get fucked up by the uh, Canada police and go to jail over here. Like, nah, I'm just, so that kind of kind of woke me up from, from fucking around over there like that. But, I don't know, I just had good times. And this is, so... Uh, my boy Kellen, who's been on the podcast way many episodes ago, me, him, and another homeboy of ours, we and this is how stupid we were. We would go over there and we would put a fifth in the trunk under the under the wheel. 
Right. So we could drink when we get over there. Like, man, that, we started thinking about that shit now. That was so fucking dumb. Because they always ask you got any alcohol. But pre-9-11, shit. it's not that high of a risk. Yeah, but it was still like it was enough to get us at least fucked with in customs. Yeah, it, you know, but like, 9-11 changed the game so much, man. Yeah. Like It was like you could be, there were times we would, we would go over there. Like you said, you would pre-game over here and go over there. You go over there already faded, and it was not that big a deal. It's like as long as you had a license, you were good. After 9-11... <laughs> Shit, everything changed. I dude. do. Okay, so I do have a, a peak fucked up moment. Um, we were coming back, and I was riding my boy, and we were going. Usually, we do the tunnel. For some odd reason, we did the bridge this time. And I'm in the passenger; he's driving. And you know, I pretty much you're going on the, well, either tunnel or the bridge. It's just one lane mm-hmm. or whatever. Nigga, we fell asleep waiting, and we were there stuck. Well, since they stuck, people behind us was stuck because <laughs> he put it in park and we were knocked the fuck out. What? By the time we finally woke up, we hearing all these horns. And I'm thinking, I'm so drunk and I'm asleep. I'm thinking the horns are my dream. <laughs> so we hearing all these horns. Man, we wake up, dog. There are no cars in front of us. And the line is backed up forever. And all you hear is horns. I don't know how long we actually slept. But we slept long enough to see no fucking cars. Damn. I have no idea how long we slept, dog. It was it was nuts. I just felt like we could I would I could have went to jail so many fucking times. My I had a I had a pretty severe jail scare going uh going to Canada. Like I met a chick on MySpace <laughs> who who was going to college and uh, University of Windsor, and that's right by the bridge, right? Yeah, so sure is. I would go over there, and it was usually nothing too crazy, but I would go over there and just kick it, hang out, come back. And one night I went over there and I bought, because at this time I was 19, maybe 20, whatever, not old enough to buy alcohol here. And I would go over there, uh, buy alcohol, like, and you know, that shit you buy when you like 19, like, uh, beer, Mike's Hard Lemonade, wheat shit. So I'll buy that shit, go over there, go to her dorm room, kick it, whatever. Um, I came ba- I-, I bought like a, a six pack of something. And for whatever reason, whenever I went over there, none of it got drank. Like, like, Whatever it was, we were just kicking it. It wasn't just me and her because I was never seeing her that strong. It was like I just went over there just like to visit. Like it was, I wouldn't even say it was somebody I was dating or nothing like that. It was just like a friend, and I would just go visit. And uh, I had air quotes friend. No, it was the, the like, really friend. Like I never oh, fucked yeah, I her, nothing like that. It was nothing like nothing crazy like that. Not not crazy, but like it was nothing like that. I, I never fucked her. It was nothing like that. But I bought um, a six pack of Coronas, and I had them in the trunk. And I went over there, and for whatever reason, we didn't break out the Coronas. And whenever the night ended, I went back, and I was like, "All right, me put, I'm gonna put the Coronas, put, what put did the I just Catronas. say? Patronas? The uh, Coronas in a bag, and I just put them in the trunk. And I didn't like hide them or bury them or anything like that. I just, I just kind of put just them, them in the trunk, in a bag, like, and, like you're just transporting them. Like yeah, and I just crazy. went back. And dude, when I went back, they stopped me and they asked me to pop the trunk. Dog, man, I had, I, I was sitting over there just like, okay, I'm going to, I, I didn't even like, even imagine any kind of different scenario. I was like, okay, so I'm going to jail. So how am I going to handle post jail? Like I'm going to jail for sure. Right. So right. I'm going to, 
and then I popped the trunk. I don't know what happened, dog, but like I had a, a lot of other shit in the trunk, and I guess he just didn't look. Like he just opened it and he closed it back down. I was like, go ahead. Man, I pulled out of the the bridge area. And, like, when you pull out of the bridge, you can get back on the freeway, but there's, like, a little side spot you can pull off to. Mm-hmm. I pulled off to the side spot and just sat there and just, like, <laughs> praised Jesus. Like, I I, didn't even, I just sat there, like, how? How how did I do this? How am I still, how am I still a free man? Like, why am I not in jail? I'm 19, and I just brought Corona's, I just brought beer back into the United States at 19, and I'm still a free man. And I just sat there, just like, like holy just, shit like this is really happening life <laughs> yeah i just yeah i did i just sat there like this really happened and then i like yelped like i like cheered like hell yeah you know some like some shit like hype and then i just went home that's funny dude so yeah that shit and um getting kicked out the club are my two main canada moments that i can recall yeah i i i, I just had fun man i i I never, I never really had any bad moments, man. I just had a lot of fucking fun. Only shitty time I had over there was, um, and it wasn't even totally shitty. It just started off shitty. And I think I told it on a previous episode how I went over there to see a chick and uh, got caught in the customs, and the customs people uh, broke my ignition key. Okay. And I think I swear I told this on here. So anyway, go to see a chick, and my glove compartment was locked, but I never had the key to it, so it just was always locked. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what's in the glove compartment? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have a key for it. <laughs> you know, that, that sounds like bullshit. Like, I feel like, all right, yeah, like if, you pull and, the, and, if you pull that 2016, they might shoot you. Yeah, they <laughs> might. They might. They'd be like, and they go, they go fucking kick the fucking door off trying to figure out what's in it. And I'm like, I literally don't know. I've never had a key. So, I'm, I'm walking. <laughs> Open up his bags of heroin inside. Right. Like, I, this wasn't mine, sir. <laughs> In no way. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't have a key. So I'm standing in front of the uh, the car, and I'm kind of. It got me walking into the building, and I can hear him say, "Oh fuck!" And he laughed, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So they go in, they question me, all that bullshit. Come back out. He's like, "Yeah, so we broke the key." I'm like, "I told you it wasn't the fucking key. I told them that wasn't the key to it, and I didn't have the key." So they broke, and it was, like a, it was like a Ford minivan. So, you know, they had that one key that goes to everything yeah. except the glove compartment. So I had to wait for like two and a half hours for a locksmith to come out wow. and make a new key. So Is your country going to apologize? Dog. <laughs> only thing they did, they paid for the locksmith to come out. Like, I didn't have to pay for anything. But, so this is about, and this was early, like I say, early 2000s. So, or, so there was a... You had to pay a bunch of fucking money to fucking call to Canada and shit. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't call homegirl to tell her that I was fucking running late because of this shit. So it was like I was there for like two hours. She thought I blew her off and everything. Oh, so we ended up hanging out that night still. But you lucky it wasn't Twitter. She'd have, she'd have put you on blast. No, I know, right? Right? Like this <laughs> motherfucker said he was coming. That's why I'm Blame fuck- Otis out here. He ain't shit. That's why I, don't, I don't fuck with them American niggas. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, that shit. That was probably the only down time I've had other than this July trying to go to your uh, fucking baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta bring up old shit? <laughs> I just talked about some shit from 2000. Right, like how you just transition into my baby shower fucking you over. 
Uh, that still pisses me off, motherfucker. Like, well, your wife can go, motherfucker. What the fuck? I'm gonna do, do just stand here and just jerk off until she get back. I want to be like, if it's a bar around here, I'll chill at the bar. Like, <laughs> right. I'll, you can watch you got a me. bar customs, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay. I'll stay here. That's fine. Did you ever? Uh, this is totally unrelated, and I don't even know what made me think of this because I, this I never experienced this as far as like international shit, but mm-hmm. like. What's your experience with dating outside of your race? Have um, you dated like a white girl or a yeah? I don't I did, know some, anything non-black. Uh, I dated a, a white girl um, mid two thousands. Um, she was a chick I worked with. Um, it was cool. I she just and it wasn't. I didn't stop dating her because she was white. I just wasn't feeling her like she was feeling me and so it just didn't work out um and then i just when she got drunk she got really 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 crazy and it just really freaked me out like <laughs> i'd be like okay i'm going to hang out with my boys why are you going with your boys ah! it starts crying and all the stupid shit and you know i was just like nah I, I i can't she was just and she 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 was like apologetic for years Wow. You know, because she, she was like a Facebook friend, so she had messaged me, and, you know, every time I comment or something, she had messaged me or something and all this shit, but I seen her a couple of years ago. Are you and, still you know, Facebook friends with her? Yeah, we're still Facebook. I don't see her post, though, because I just unfollowed her, <laughs> so I don't see her shit. You don't follow um, mad motherfuckers, man. You love them dude, following I, people. Dude, I, see like, I think I see, like, eight people on my Facebook feed. <laughs> And I, get, I think I have like a thousand friends. Right. I see like eight, nine people. My Facebook friends is Derek, Kellen, Mike, right. Chris. Right, exactly. <laughs> and like Jeff. <laughs> um, and probably my wife. Um, but yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. I, uh, Forgot I, that one. Yeah, it's just it was just um it was just it wasn't it wasn't, you know, bad. It was uh, and it was one of those things where I think I kept talking to her because she kept buying me shit. <laughs> Okay. So like she bought me some dope ass shit. And like so, good shit? Like like so that's one thing I've never experienced is a chick who buys me like who bought me like good shit. Like I mean outside of obviously my marriage, but like like as far as like chicks I was dating, I never had like a chick who I was late dating just like fucking and she was just like buying me like crazy so good shit. I, they had I um it was just I forget the actual watch company, but they had what they called a skeleton watch, where it was strictly uh, analog, and you had to wind it for the work, and you saw all the gears and shit. Yeah. And I wanted one of these. It was, I think they were called, it was called a Naked Watch, the Naked brand. And I had wanted one of these watches, and I, you know, kind of just jokingly mentioned it to her, and like a month later, she had got me. I think that watch was about three, four hundred dollars or some crazy shit. Hmm. And then she had, she had bought me. Um, at the time, whatever, I think it was like six seasons of like family guy. <laughs> she had bought me all of the seasons of family guy and shit. And I think she bought me all the seasons of Martin or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is a white girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stereotypical. Like <laughs> I want to get a gift for my black boyfriend. Let me buy, let me buy him all the seasons of Martin. <laughs> Hey, she got, she got me what I wanted, shit. Right, and I was about to say, it's funny, but it's like, that's probably what you wanted. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> let me buy him a whole bunch of Hennessy. Like, let me buy him some, like, a, a fucking 
$200 Popeye's gift certificate. <laughs> now that would be like, hey, 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 hey. We just not going to tell nobody. <laughs> so I did, but I think at some point. Why you trying to get married? Why right. you trying to get married? <laughs> I think at some point, though, I just started doing her dirty. Like, um, like she had came over. She came over to hang out one night. And so she wasn't really feeling good. I think she had like sinus infection or some shit. So she came over and, you know, uh, we had, you know, been laying around. I'm like, all right, I'm a, uh, I said I was going to run, forget where I was going to go, but I took her car. So <laughs> took her car. She had my crib. I took her car. I just went to the fucking bar. I went to this after hour because it was after two o'clock. So I went to this after hour, uh, met up with some of my homeboys, uh, fuck somebody else. <laughs> not quite. No, not at all. Actually, um, I was like, not quite. We, I think this is how I was smoking weed. So, nigga, we we smoking weed at the bar. Then we go to somebody else's house. So I got like three other niggas in the car with me. We all blazing and shit in her car. And then <laughs> blazing her car. <laughs> so then we going, and then we we yeah, we've been drinking, we smoking and shit. And next thing you know, I remember coming up at Evergreen uh, off ninety six. Come with Evergreen and the fucking police pulls up right behind me. Whoop. And I'm like, mother fuck. Cause I don't I don't even think I'm I think my license was suspended or Damn. some shit too. So nigga, they trailed me for the longest. And I know they thinking like, why is this who is this just white chick white I mean you're probably looking at the name like why is this chick why are these niggas in this chick car from Roseville? Like Man. <laughs> so they followed me for the longest and they finally turned off. I stayed over home with another I get home to like four maybe five o'clock she was like pissed for like a good 30 minutes but i just felt like this is this is like what some real like nigga shit like you take your white girl car and go hang with it, it smoke absolutely that's what's so funny to me. Yeah. it absolutely is that yeah and that was one of the like i felt i was like i felt bad about it like afterwards for a minute like man this is shady shit like man but yeah it didn't it didn't work out but like i say it wasn't you know because of you know her just being white it just just didn't work out but you have any other other races that you've dealt with actually no um i think just been black and white women well, yeah. too late for you to expand your horizons now yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of kind of done with that um, and i had I, I dated white arabic mexican uh, you're really going through the rainbow, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I had I had my time. I had a I had a moment. Um, the Arabic chick that I dated was just like a booty call. It was kind of like it wasn't really that serious, and that was the only one. And then I had a Mexican chick who I dated, and then a couple white chicks I dated, and I think that's about it outside of black. Could you have seen yourself with a non-black woman? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I've never really experienced like a, a marked difference in between, in between races as far as like whether or not I would date them or not. Each one was kind of just like. It didn't work out for whatever reason, but it never pertained to anything that would like, you would align with their, because of their racial race. background or something right. that they do that's specific to that race. It just didn't work out with that person. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I could. I mean, like, I think of all the people that I've dated of any race, the Mexican girl that I dated was probably the one that I had the strongest connection with. And then there was another black girl that I dated who I had a strong connection with. 
and do you think that's pretty much it? And I'll answer this as well. But do you think if had you and this is kind of I, I don't know if it is being different to you because you have a white dad, but do you think that if you had by chance you married and had kids with a white woman, do you think it would have been how interesting would it have been in this time where you know one you you detest most white people anyway, <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> How, how I just got to laugh at the truth. How do, how do <laughs> you, laughing at facts. <laughs> how, how how do you think you you would deal with that? I mean, because, you know, obviously, you know, you have you're going to have the most open relationship with your kids. But it's like, how do how do you think you would you would, would possibly dealt with that? In this day and age, I probably. I would probably just nope out of like holidays, like I'm not going like <laughs> I just can't. And then like for me, like the 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 white factor is still huge, but like Canadian Canadian yeah, white. white people are woke as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like so I don't have to actually worry about that. So like I, I, I can go kick it with uh the white side of my wife's family and it's not an issue. Like they're not your wife thinks? Yeah. So her dad yeah, that's right. Her fucking dad right, is Sarah, white. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I I don't know why. I, I just yeah. Yes. But my father-in-law one of the realest people I know. No, he, <laughs> he is. woke as fuck, and, and and I hate to say it, like I just don't really see him being white. Anytime I post him <laughs> on Facebook, like man, these white people are wilding. He'll come on like, yeah, they full of shit. Fuck them up. Like it's like he real as fuck, man. Yeah, I think I think real. Uh, I don't know as much as I hate the term woke. Uh, woke. It's, white. it's it's pertinent to my situation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think. White people who really know know the deal are are some of the coolest people ever, and I'm so glad that I actually know a you know a decent amount of white folks who you know aren't stereotypical uh, white. That's people. why I feel bad about all the shit that I say on the podcast because like I know a whole lot of people who are dope as fuck, but it's like also think, in the back of my head I think like well they're well, Canadian I, so I think, they don't really know. I think, I, I, well, I think that not helps. no, but they don't they don't experience. This I think shit. that helps because I think. Other than that, people would just think, you know, just a racist ass uh, black dudes just talk about white people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is some fucked up white people. Um, These American white people garbage. <laughs> but, but, uh, Bruh. yeah. Um, but, but shout out to the white people who are American that I fuck with. Right. Y'all know who y'all real. are. I fuck with y'all. Um, I often, and we got feedback from some of them. Yeah, we do actually we'll do to too. That. So that's what's up. Um, I often have thought about that and uh, wondering like, you know, had I, you know, you know, had a married a white woman or had a kid with a white woman, how would I have dealt with that as far as my kid? And I honestly don't really know because I don't want, I want, I would want a child of mine to be able to embrace, you know, their, um, both their parents, um, backgrounds. Um, but I just don't, I really don't know how I would have dealt with it though. Yeah, it's it's harder now. Like for me, it was always a conscious decision. I never affiliated myself with one race. Anytime somebody would be like, "Oh yeah, blah, 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 black or whatever," I would say I would always correct them. Nope, I'm mixed. I have a a white father, and that was how it was because I, I would never deny or be ashamed of my white side. But right now. In 2016, it's, the game is totally different. 
Yeah. So it, it's 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 tough, man. I just feel like I would have to be with a white woman or any other person of race, but I think especially uh, white that she would have to totally understand and support the feelings I have. She got to be she got to be woke. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, but I I feel like I I feel like if. If if it was any other minority, I feel like it wouldn't be a problem because we we have similar struggles as far as acceptance and things of that nature. But I feel like it would be different with a white person just because it would I would have to have the perfect one who really understands and noted that you know they have ancestors ancestors who weren't shit and right. you know to recognize that. But I don't I don't feel like I have to make my history more important than her history as far as the child growing up you know i don't know i I think it would have been a real difficult situation um and i don't know if that's played a role in me ever not you know seriously dating a a white woman or any other race but um oh i oh shit that's i'm I'm tripping i kind of well i kind of talked to ethiopian girl that was the chick who i talked to in canada um but I felt, you know, she black, so. <laughs> yeah, I, but it's a distinction. I, I talked to a girl who was, uh, I don't want, I don't want to say Ethiopian, but I feel like that actually is what it was. But she was, she was African too. Eritrean? And, huh? Eritrean? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what, what'd you say? <laughs> Did you say originally? Uh, no, no, Eritrean. That's a, the country uh, right outside of Ethiopia. Oh no, I thought you said and originally. A lot of Ethiopian and Eritrean uh, women are in Canada. They, they most of them came to Toronto and stuff. No, she was. Um, I think it's Eritrean. I really think she was Ethiopian. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure, but they, it was. It was the chick I talked to Man, for a little bit who was. Who they was are like so that. fine women. Jesus Christ. There's, uh, if from the continent of Africa, Eritrean and Ethiopian women, are some of the finest women I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, she was nice. She was alright. She was nice. But yeah, so I don't know, man. I think it would just be a it would have been an interesting situation, you know. Um, but had I ever what would a you know, what with a non black woman, it never would have been no bullshit like a lot of people, you know, because of black women acting this way or that way. It just would have been because we figured shit out. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't because oh, you know, a black woman talked too much or <laughs> black woman blah 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 or whatever the fuck, you know. Uh, uh, a lot of too shit. damn tall. <laughs> oh shit! So moving right along, yeah. Let's 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 press on. So, um, a Facebook friend of ours um, had posted this uh, this status today, and I'm actually going to go back to uh, where is it? oh here it is. So, you know how people post a status, and it's pretty much the the picture is what the comment is. So the comment was name a reason you're single. And then a hundred and fucking forty comments later. So it's not that many, is it? It got to that point. Really? Yeah, but I think that was comments in comments and stuff, not actually okay. hundred and forty like right, right, right. Like reasons and stuff like that. So one of them was uh was pretty interesting. Okay, so she says, I am a good capital G O O D woman and not a quote bad bitch, unquote. I don't take no shit because I see through people shit every day. I work, cook, clean, take care of my kids at home. Well, 
All in all, I'm not a thought, and those are the types of women that get wifed up and catered to. So I'm guess I'm single forever. So I don't. Even, I really don't have nothing good to say. Like, how do you deflect on anything that's possibly bad about you and deflect and say that women that are wifed up because they are lesser women? Like that doesn't make fucking sense to me. Right. Like, like women, guys are just choosing lesser women, and you're just like this, this super uh, available, uh, good, nice looking, positive attitude woman. But no, no, no. All I'm single because want, dudes want whack bitches. Basically, what she was saying. Like, I just don't understand how people don't take self self inventory of themselves and wondering why. Like, what's so ain't shit about you? Because obviously. The whole world can't just be full of just fucked up dudes that you don't. Well, you you had one dude. Yeah, you got kids, so I don't know what happened with that guy. But he could have been a bad dude, whatever the case. So now the only people to get married is fucking uh, lesser chicks. Get the fuck out of here. And I I refrained from commenting on a while, and then I finally commented, but it didn't make it. Her comments didn't make sense anyway. So. Yeah, the the idea that a, a lot of that thread was a whole lot of women that said, I'm single because I'm so great and guys don't like that. And <laughs> that's not to say, I don't want to say that it's something where like you're single because you're flawed and you are overlooking your flaws, but... You're not single because everybody else is fucked up. You can just say, I'm single because I haven't found the right person. Or I'm single because uh, I have these requirements or standards or whatever. And I haven't met anybody who meets those standards. But all that thread was, was I'm single because uh, niggas ain't shit. (laughs) It's really what it boiled down to. And Essentially, yes. That's, That's pretty much it. That's really never what it is. It's never what it it's is. It's never what it is. And it's fine to just say I'm single because I haven't met the person who suits me. You know, and you can be somebody who's fairly older and you've dated X amount of people and it hasn't worked out and you're single and it it just because it hasn't worked out. It just haven't worked out. But that, worked that out. doesn't mean that you're single because men just have a predisposition to liking women who are uh, Instagram models who are fucking twerking and shit like that. And like, like that's not what it is. It's not like these these women are getting wifed up and we're just out here like, yeah, I, I love my uh, twerking Instagram models and you wholesome women are trash. Like, that's not what it is. And then I think there's also a a component where they don't take into account their own flaws. And that wasn't evident in that thread per se, but there's a lot of situations where women that both you and I know personally who have their own flaws that they just are blind to. They they just don't realize it. And they blame everyone else but themselves and it's like, "Well, you need to actually look in the mirror and think like, what am I doing wrong? It's not all about the fact that you think that guys are just out here to fuck. And we just want women who are going to be easy and 
who we could take advantage of and all that shit. Like, yeah, obviously there's guys that's like that, but you you got your problems. And we can see them. It's pretty evident. Another chick said, uh, I think dudes that I meet are just too weak to handle me. What does this mean? I hate that What does that that mean? I hate that, dude. Like, oh, uh, no man is strong enough for me. I'm an independent, strong woman, and men are intimidated by me. Oh, man, I hate that shit, dude. I hate that shit. I really... I'm not going to say that men in general are not uh intimidated by a, a strong powerful woman because i mean i'm sure that's the case but that's not why a woman is single that's right that's not why anybody's single woman or Cause man because that, that implies that that that's just how men are like we just don't want strong women and that's not the case like what do you mean by strong i don't get that meaning have an opinion or like i don't get that shit. right like, this is something they tell themselves. Like, like I just, I mean, I obviously, I don't think I could, like, you know, you remember um, coming to America, he was he was getting married to the chick who was just doing whatever he said, and he really, yeah. the, he, the arranged marriage, and he didn't want that shit. So, obviously, you want somebody with a fucking, you know, opinion or some shit, um, but, yeah, that's just, I just, I just can't, I don't understand people who blame everything else for them not, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, getting their person, um, getting the person they want. So this guy comments and says, "Can't seem to find the right ones. I may be too focused on my goals." I feel like that's like a a, a humble brag, but not it really. It like, absolutely is. I'm too focused on the right things. I can't. Maybe you just ain't looking in the right places. Maybe you know it. it no one blames. No one like seriously blames themselves for shit not working out. And I, I, I don't know about you, but I always thought about that was my go to. If like if things didn't work out for me with a woman, I would always think to myself, like, what am I doing? Where did wrong? I fuck up? Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. what, what did I do wrong? What what are my flaws? And I am I'm pretty self aware. Actually that's an understatement. I'm absolutely one hundred percent self aware. I know what my flaws are. I know how I'm fucked up. So if I was dating somebody and it didn't work out, yes, I would be aware of how they fucked up, but I'll also be aware of what it is about me that would be a turnoff to women. And I would have X amount of situations where I would date however many women that makes it sound like I'm like out here just like being a player, but like it wasn't really like that. But like I would have situations where like, so I might date like two, three women consecutively not at the same time but like two three women consecutively and it didn't work out and i would say you know what it's probably because i do this or i do that and i mean i'll be it's it's funny because for me it was the opposite i would always look at it like where did i fuck up what did i do wrong not like what did they do wrong i mean in certain situations it was obvious it was obvious that they they were fucked up in a way that it was like, okay, we just wouldn't, we just wouldn't work out because right. they're just that kind of way. But my go-to was, how can I make myself better? How can I make myself more desirable? Where did I fuck up? Trying to learn from my mistakes, not just like blaming everybody else and shit. And being able to have that awareness of what your flaws are is so fucking useful, man. 
And I think a lot of women who do who who posted on that status are still in that stage of it's everybody else's problem. I'm great. Everybody else is just taking me for granted. They're just fucked up. Or all the thoughts I get married. Like, yeah, yeah, and, and I, you having that train of thought is automatically one of your flaws. Yeah, and, and, and people and people don't see that. I mean, I know one of the my I think serious relationships, I knew it was shit that I fucked up in that whole thing like i mean she may have had some blame but for the most part i know it was mostly me that ended that relationship but i mean it could have been you know a situation where it was her but that just wasn't the case that time it was me i know i fucked up the yeah. relationship or whatever so i can I, say every situation that i've been in where it ended up fucked up i can pinpoint both flaws i could say like she could have done this she could have done that if she was this way it would have worked out and then I can also say if I was this way, if I had done that, if I had been this way, it would have worked out. Like I, I, I'm wholly aware of my flaws, completely. Yeah. I'm like totally. I know that I, like I saw actually, um, was it blue? I think it was blue. Somebody posted something in my Facebook feed that said that. Yeah, no, it was blue. It was if you if all your exes could sit at a table and discuss what it was about you that was like fucked up what would they say and i read that and i know definitively that what every woman who i've dated if they all sat at one table and was like what's mike's fucking problem what what is his flaw i know what they would say and being self-aware is important in the dating game yeah, I mean, how do you? Is that how you improve? How do you you change? You know, if you know you fucked up, or you know you were, you know, a certain way. How do you change that for the next person? Like, you can't keep going on thinking the next person just either go deal with that shit or it's not a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have to figure that shit out. I like, don't know. I know all of them will be high fiving at the table. Like, yes, he does that shit. Like they, I know what I know what they would all say. So I, I I'm. I'm fully aware of my flaws, and I think that that would help a lot of women if they became more self-aware of where they're fucking up, and they could say like, "Okay, so I know where I'm fucking up, and I know where he's fucking up. So if we make these changes and we make these moves, maybe we could work out. Or I know where I'm fucking up, I know where he's fucking up, and this ain't gonna work out. Whatever. But you gotta be self-aware of what your flaws are. You can't just be like." Yeah, um, I'm so tall that most guys find me intimidating. Like, man, come on, dude. Like, there are plenty of, plenty of men who like tall women, and even if there wasn't, that's not a deal breaker. Like, no, no one's going to date you and think you're great and then be like, well, she's tall. Damn, she is, like 6'8". <laughs> like, eight. like eh. <laughs> I've, I've never dated anyone that, that much of a, a height difference. Have you ever dated anybody taller than you? Yeah, I did. Um, really? She was cool to say. Yeah, she had to be about, but it wasn't much. It was like maybe an inch or so. Oh, okay. well, no, but that I, don't count. But I mean. <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> I mean, I slightly looked up to her, though. But, uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, I, I mean, to... I, it definitely got to be. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's men that are, you know, may have that that situation where they don't, you know. But I don't know. I, I that wasn't the issue with us. Um, it just didn't work out. Um, but that that was 
Yeah, it was just one. But all other other all the other women I've ever dated, they've been been shorter, much shorter. Like I tease my wife, I could like put my chin on the top of her head and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and she hates when I do that shit. When I'm walking past, I just hug her, put my head my my chin on top of her head, and like, come on, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are like fairly. Um, I think we're average, average for like average heights. Difference. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like it. it's, yeah. it's 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 a typical kind of difference. So it's not too unusual. Your, your wife is closer to height than you to you, aren't you? isn't she? Um, only she wears heels a lot, or or but, like yeah, I mean, but, but like she's not short. She's not so, short. Yeah, yeah, so she's not short. So if she's if she's barefoot and I'm barefoot, yeah, I got inches on her, but it's not anything crazy like that. But I, I mean, I think I I think the the biggest thing is I've learned from early relationships is that my communication was just so fucked up between between communicating the wrong things or just not communicating. That was like the 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 deal breaker in in, in many of my previous relationships. So I don't mean now like me and wife we we stress on keeping open lines of communication and communicating honestly and and that's hard sometimes when you don't want to hurt somebody's fucking feelings and shit. You know what I'm saying? But Sometimes it's better to hurt feelings, you know what I'm saying, for the moment than, you know, fucks up some shit, you know, long term. So that yeah. was the biggest thing I had to learn. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, that thread was pretty interesting. A whole bunch of people blaming everybody else. The dudes and the chicks. Just like, yeah, okay. So um, we have a number of of uh, listener uh, questions, feedback, uh and so forth. So, I guess we probably should just get to those. Um, yeah. Um. Uh, we got some fairly lengthy feedback, so uh, we're at a good point right now where we can get into that feedback and and discuss it. So, uh, let's get the feedback popping, and we'll. I don't know. Do you think we should play it and pause and kind of like interact with the feedback or That's should we I'm just thinking, play cause, it because some of them are pretty long so i think we if we have a good point let's just pause it um i think we should do that um yeah um and i, I want to give a special shout out to uh all of the folks uh who who comment on soundcloud which we never addressed during the podcast yeah uh, that- mr monotone always comments on and i don't know why it wasn't until today i was like why don't i we always talk about what do we got feedback we got feedback and and i and i constantly read the feedback on soundcloud but then i never think about to even mention the shit so thank you guys we definitely read them all um and uh so a couple of people <laughs> and I, I i'm gonna go to a couple of these just because they're a little shorter um yeah, than what we have it. Um, but a couple of people, uh, really enjoyed the intro music for the last episode. So, um, uh, good looking. Um, we definitely want to spice up our, uh, episodes. And so I think that's a, a dope feature that we're going to continue with. Um, yeah, I, I like the idea of having feedback. I mean, feedback, having yeah, that music too. that, um, kind of pertains to what we're talking about or whatever, just like having, you know, just something different. So, um, it up a little Mr. Bit. Monitor, so, uh, so last week we were drinking, um, this Bacardi Oakart 
Yeah, and, um, yeah. Modern Soul said, which we oh, still have. We still have a damn like a half, half bottle, like half almost like I could have bought a pint. Right. But <laughs> I didn't even know that we had it. I haven't really been in the garage much. Uh, since like I bought last a fifth. Week. Like we got <laughs> half a fifth here. I could have right. bought and, a pint. But, but we're like almost done with that bottle. So yeah, because alcoholism. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, he said Okar his shit. You know, Bacardi could do no wrong. Yes, oh, he really? can. When it's no, it could do a lot of wrong. Yes, it could do a lot of fucking wrong. I don't fuck with Bacardi at all, dude. Like. That shit is cool. Like, that shit was straight. But, like, for me, Bacardi, like, I relate Bacardi to, like, college and adolescence and having no experience in drinking and just, like, I'm going to buy this cheap shit because I can buy it and I'm 21. And, like, all all of my negative drinking experiences are tied to Bacardi. Like, I don't drink that really? shit no more. Yeah, because I, I don't drink that shit no more because I tie it into, like into college and bad decisions. And, like, just poor drinking. Like, if I drink, like, when I was in college, right, so I went to Wayne State, which is, like, a local college in Detroit. A lot of, the vast majority of my friends were to Michigan State. So I would go up to State, and we'd all, you know, we party and drinking shit like that. And we always bought Bacardi Limon. And it was like, hey, drank, it's lemon-flavored Bacardi and shit like bought- that. And it was like, hey, this is our shit. Man, Bacardi Limon is fucking sewage, dog. Like, <laughs> I would never drink that shit. You know what? And I, and I, I gotta agree on, on one part of that is that there are certain liquors that remind me of certain periods of my life. Yeah. And I can't really go back to that. Like Bacardi Limon was one. Um, uh, I will never drink Bacardi Limon again. I probably won't. Um, like I would drink it and just feel like throwing up, even though I'm. It, when, it, it, even though I would never throw up, but like it, it brought me back yeah. to like some. It wasn't bad time, but it was time where I should drink a whole fucking lot. Like I should drink Bacardi Limon a lot and uh, Bacardi Orange, Bacardi O. Man, and that shit is nasty. And I should dog. drink that shit with ever fresh fruit punch. Oh, talking Man. about rock gut, dude. I'll tell you one thing that I drank though that if I was still young enough to drink that heavy and not get tired, because I could. I could still throw them back. Like I will smash anybody on drinking still. But if I drank like um, the shit that I drank back then, it would be, I don't know, man, it would take me out though. Like I used to drink like um, we would take vodka, right? And the mix fact it that you're with saying, take vodka like you're about to do something with it. Just, no, I did do something with it. This sound crazy. We would take the vodka and we'll mix it with uh pucker. Which pucker? Any pucker. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> just pucker. Yeah, just pucker. <laughs> and pucker is still liquor, dog. It's still you yeah. know it's flavored liquor, but it's still it liquor. Ap- apple pucker and vodka is like the, the greatest apple martini. That was ever. my go-to. And I would make that shit like 70% vodka, 30% pucker. Like, man, that should be crazy, like it dude. Had, it had like a green tint. It wasn't even yeah. green. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it, was like, it was just a way of like curbing the the strength of the vodka and giving it some flavor. All it was was just make, letting you so you could drink the vodka a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I stopped drinking Bacardi. And I could drink that now, but. I stopped drinking Bacardi one. It'd be nap time. And I stopped drinking. Um, um, uh, Quavo Gold. Those are two of the ones that I drank way too. Oh, and Paul Masson. Um, those are the three that I drank way too much. And um, did you did you know that E and J had a white? No. Yeah. Stop drinking that too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I remember the 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 
ENJ White was I was with a homeboy man and we had met some some white girls on Belle Isle or some shit. And we just rode around drinking and shit like that and smoking. And I just remember I had a hangover headache for about two and a half days for that shit. Never again. Never. So yeah, anyway, so, enough uh, of alcohol uh random stories. Yeah. Um I'm gonna do what I've been chastised for doing, but uh I'm gonna go piss. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we're going to take a break. And see, I don't understand. I can't just like mid-sentence of like find a break and then just pause it see, and then see, go see piss the thing, and come I back. Like what am is, I supposed to do? See, the thing is, it's like a pause in our conversation. Because the thing is. It's no you, pause for them. But it's no pause for them. So like if we just had a pause and stop talking and then as soon as we hit play, just continue conversation, they would never know that it was a and they won't really know the pause. I think, but it's what, like I feel like it's too much trouble for me to signal like, hey. I'm so about what? To I, what I would really, what I would really love is that um, if we started getting sponsors and we say, hey, I'm going to take a piss. Here, listen to this sponsor, <laughs> and then you hear this sponsor, and then we come back. Be the ultimate break time. Hey, can we? You think quicker? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? I bring them up because <laughs> I, I no, I bring them up because I heard them on um, uh, drink. Uh, drink champs. Wait, what? Yes, that's why I brought them up. I brought them up. Quicken Loans. Yes, they on they, Drink Champs. Yes, they they're one of the advertisers. Get the fuck out of here! I kid you not. No fucking way. I was just thinking of like local stuff, and I was like, I was listening there, and I was like, how the fuck did Drink Champs get Quicken Loans of all fucking places? And they advertise it at the beginning of every fucking episode. That's the biggest advertiser in any podcast. Like, yep. that's not Bethel, nigga. No, like, that's it's like, that's, that's major. Long? What? Yes. So, I was just thinking of, like, random company. That was, like, the biggest company I thought about, like. And now Mr. Montessori going to be like, I told you that Quick and Loans do on be on Drink Champs. I'm like, man, I don't listen to fucking Drink Champs, dog. Like, <laughs> and I, I don't listen. remember you saying that, but man. And, and now they're, like, so saturated with commercials now. But, dog, Quick Drink Champs is? Yeah, they're so saturated with commercials. It's almost like, come on, I just want to skip through. But I haven't listened to any episodes lately because the episodes are so. I feel like the Drink Champs is, like, our first six months of podcasting. Like, the sound is horrible. It's just so much going on. You hear Nori like, close the door. Close the door. Shut up back there. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's like, ah. But, yeah, so they're one of the main ones on there. And I hear some other ones. But my main reason is because I think they're being a big company, like, how the fuck did they get? And I, it got to be just numbers. It's pure numbers. It, that just shows that it doesn't make, give a fuck what you do a podcast about. You can get any damn near any fucking advertisement. But I would think that if if Quicken Loans was to do a to to be an ad to be an ad on a podcast, that they are where there's way more successful podcasts than Drink Champs. But like, I mean, but, I don't know Drink Champs numbers, but Drink Champs is recent. Like, but get, they why do, isn't Quick Loans on the read? They do major numbers. Idiots. They probably didn't go for it. They do major fucking numbers though. Drink Champs do a lot. Of the, they, I think, they are probably close to like the top five podcasts right now, hmm. which is crazy. But I'll let you go take a piss and uh, yeah. we can figure that out. Yeah, um, I mean, if you guys got suggestions, because I'm not gonna be like signaling, like trying to like sign language, like I gotta go piss it, just it, to it, make it I, seem I mean, smoother. I, really like, like, I mean, at, at this point, I feel like it's a staple in our podcast, so we just yeah, gotta keep and they're it not anyway. gonna be like, yeah, I don't fuck with them no more because Mike got a piss and then he, pa- <laughs> he he announces it and then pauses it. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here, man! You nah. got a piss, dude. You probably pause this shit while you listening to it. 
Like, you got to piss, you pause it, you listen to it, whatever. I'm like, I got to fucking piss, man. Fucking deal. Piss, bro. You know what? I'm not even going to go piss. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to keep talking. And we're not even going to do that shit. Because everybody go- keep talking about how I got to pause it and talk shit. Like, oh, I'm about to go piss. Pause well, and mean, come back. A, and I y'all mean, don't notice it. I just, so I'm not even going to do it. I'm just going to hold it for the rest of the podcast. Um, I think Joanne Pistons fan is going to be disappointed that you didn't. Uh... Yeah, she, was, she, she thought that was interesting. But, I mean, hey. <laughs> it's not happening no more. I'm just going to hold it. Forever. For, the, for the whole time. Forever. I'm just going to hold it. Into, into 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to piss no more during the podcast because <sighs> I don't want to have it be disjointed. <laughs> but I did go piss though. Anyway, um, so let's get into playing these um these messages. So uh, we're going to start with um, uh, Jeff Edmondson. He left a, a video message. And it's kind of long, and and just to give you guys like a heads up, we got a couple of long messages, and initially I was kind of like, do we really do we really want to play the full messages on the podcast? But you know, we didn't have any topics coming in, so I was like, yeah, fuck it, let's play the messages and and we'll respond to them and address it as as it as it comes up. So. Uh, we'll we'll play those and and we're we're commenting as we go through the through the uh, comments. I mean through the um, the messages. So you know we're going to get a commentary. So it's not like you're just listening to just a long uh, feedback. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here, but we'll see how it works out because we got a couple of long messages. So we'll see what happens and should be interesting. So uh, here we go. Oh. Oh. We're mid. Okay, here we go. Start over. What up, though? Much obliged on the feedback about the introvert slash extrovert personalities. I definitely learned I'm 100% an introvert, which explains why 40 plus minute drives to work don't bother me at all. I also learned that my wife is 100% an extrovert, so... Yeah, I also learned that on Thanksgiving, after I go to Thanksgiving brunch in the morning, I get to come back home and then host Thanksgiving dinner at my house. So, fuck my life on that tip. And you being an introvert, you can understand exactly how I feel about that shit. So, when you see me post on Friday which cigar lounge I'm at, come holler at me. Anyway, um, Otis posed a question. How do you feel about your vote if you did not vote Trump or Hillary? I did not vote Trump or Hillary, and I was actually very happy with my individual vote because the reason I voted that way is because I was really fed up with the fact of everybody feeling that there is only two candidates to pick from and completely ignoring the third-party vote. And I was hoping that since there was so many people that didn't want anything to do with either candidate, that more people would vote third party and give them enough of a presence to be taken seriously. And to my understanding, that did happen moderately with Gary Johnson. So I was I was happy with that. Also, I just personally couldn't in good conscience vote for Hillary or Trump. I feel like when you go vote. Actually, let me let me stop it right there because um, 
I I don't know if we really made that point. The idea that third party candidates are viable candidates. I think it was kind of lost on the idea that because like if if so let's say for instance right that Hillary won the presidency right and she won it handily. If there was a strong turnout for third party candidates, then I think that statement would have been made. But the fact that the election was so close and that Trump won, it hurts because it people are now looking at those those people who voted third party as like almost like you fucked it up. Like if you because the third party people, like I said before, the people who was like, let me go vote for Gary Johnson or Jill Stein. These aren't Trump people. These are Hillary people. These are disenfranchised Bernie people. So these are lost democratic votes and they could have turned the tide like and that's what kind of stuck with me and helped me make my decision was the fact that these it was close enough to the point where people could say i'm gonna vote third party to make this statement and you vote third party and you cost uh not necessarily cost the election but you you your your third party votes caused the democratic nominee to lose that state and that is what happened in multiple instances that like the 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 difference between the trump votes and the hillary votes was less than the different was less than the total amount of third party votes whereas like if you had not done your third party vote and you voted for the democratic nominee hillary then she would have won that state. But since you voted third party, Trump won that state. Right. So that was, uh, I mean, I think people are taking like this. That was a tough situation. Like I I I think I mentioned, I know I mentioned previously is that, you know, there are people who feel that, you know, they felt good that they voted who, who they wanted to vote for. And you have every fucking right to do that. But just know that, that vote didn't help the greater cause. <laughs> but we can continue with the... Uh, um, but I'm yeah. A, I'm going to cut the cigar first. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the... The third party vote shit was... was this is the most important it's ever been. And I didn't, I didn't suspect it would be. But the... The people who voted third party, there were states where that shit made a difference, dude. Yeah, it did. It, like it, it made a difference, and I would have, I would not have guessed that it would have. Because going in, I thought that Hillary had it handily, and those projections were fucked. They were fucked, and <laughs> that's a entirely different topic that we might save for when uh W Axel Foley comes on. I mean, but, main, I mean, mainly there are like sixty plus million fucking racist white people they voted Trump in. And uh, and plus fifty percent women, lighter? um, okay. or white women, I should say. <laughs> He's so, about to throw it. <laughs> like, man, don't throw it though. Could just ask me to hand that to you, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> let's not uh, let's not uh, push the blame totally on third party voters because, like I say, we got tons of fucking Americans who voted for for Trump, but. In some states, like you say, the third party vote made a difference 
when Trump and Hillary were going neck and neck. So I don't know. Take it how you want, but it. I mean, you know, if you feel better, if you know, and I'm not knocking. If you feel better, you know, everybody feel better waking up saying, "Hey, you know, I vote who I really felt should do it." But now you got Trump. Yeah, I, I'm curious to get feedback on people who felt that it was safe to vote third party, and now Trump won. Do they feel any kind of way about that? Like, fuck, I should have voted for Hillary, or like, do they feel any kind of way about that? I'm cu- I'm curious about that. So, yeah, interesting little bit of uh, uh, food for thought. Um, let me open this back up. All right. Like, when you go vote, you should vote for the person that you want to see in office. And I didn't want to see either one of them in there equally. And I was equally worried about what each one of them would do. So I wouldn't have been able to sleep well either way. So... That was my vote for it. I hope it doesn't come off as a moral high ground because that really wasn't my intention. It was just I didn't feel comfortable with either one. And I didn't really complain when when I found out the results because, honestly, I kind of felt it was going to go that way from the primaries because I felt like he tapped into the feelings that a whole bunch of people have that a whole bunch of people want to pretend like the most of America don't have. So I wasn't surprised about it at all. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Mike posed the question of I did the people okay. who use religion as a crutch. He'd be a of perfect person for this. God answer, got too. me, and honestly, as a Christian, I think that is arguably one of the most detrimental standpoints that a Christian person can take. Because I've seen a lot of people Preach. do exactly as you described in basically fucking a life up by going under the guise of God won't give me anything I can't handle. And I take that quote from somebody who I knew who had sex without contraception and every time she got pregnant, she would use the phrase, I don't believe in abortion, but God won't give me anything I can't handle. (laughs) Wow. Which, just from that brief description, you can tell that that's some of the dumbest logic to be in. Right. But her story is even worse than that, but I'm not going to put her business out like that. You already did, but okay, right. go ahead. As much as I would like to, but <laughs> cool. I'm talking about Christian stuff, so I can't do that. As go ahead and cook, Jeff. Um, but personally, I think that's just a horrible, a horrible way to look at things. But to explain it from my idea of a biblical standpoint, it's two ways to look at it. One is my understanding and my viewpoint is God isn't so much Geppetto pulling strings. It's more so, yes, he's supposed to be all-knowing and all-powerful, but within that, he grants the humans whom he created choice and free will free thought to act in which they act and to create the path for themselves that they create he gives them guidelines on them us he gives us guidelines but he doesn't dictate and and control what we do um and i explain it in a way, because I saw a post very similar that posed that exact question where somebody said, 
exactly what you said. God has a plan, and somebody else said, no, this is Satan. And I said, it could be either one, but I used the description of, because they often refer to God as the father. I use my son as an example. I can watch my son, and I can see him about to do something really, really dumb. And a lot of times, if I know it's going to teach him a lesson that he needs to learn, I let him do it. So I kind of feel like if you look at it from the standpoint of God allowing this to happen, it's just like what Mike said in an earlier podcast of maybe America needs to deal with Trump as a president to fix some of the stupid shit that they do. Um, And then to be honest, I mean, the Bible does acknowledge all the fuck shit being something that God controls, plagues, all that stuff, it says blatantly that he does that stuff, so any person who strictly is supposed to follow behind behind Christian ideals is supposed to acknowledge good and bad, but accept it as God does know what it is you need to experience and go through to better yourself later, and that's where people will fall under the God handle me stuff but it's never ever stated that you should just supposed to sit on your hands and not do anything for yourself because it also says god helps those who helps themselves so people who sit back and don't vote or don't be active in elections and then say god yeah you're right they have no place to say that um and then as far as the thing of people saying everybody should get along and and whatever i know people who support trump not that many (laughs) very very few i can say that conspiracy theorists support him for certain reasons because i know quite a few of them um as far as the biblical standpoint on that it's i would my assumption which i can't speak for anybody on that one because i didn't approach that i feel like again it's your choice to choose to be friends not friends associate disassociate with whoever for whatever reason um but the only loose connection i can make without knowing the true context behind why the person said it is all everything i've been taught is that humans are just flawed individuals and we have to accept the flaws that we have and at the same time try to understand and accept the flaws that other people have it doesn't say you have to deal with them so but it does say you can make steps to try to empathize so i don't disassociate with somebody for being an atheist i don't disassociate with somebody for their political beliefs if I see them posting a bunch of stuff that's blatantly racist, yeah, I'm done with them. But if they just say, I support Trump, and then they can verbalize their reason why, I'm still going to question him a little bit as a person, but I won't completely disassociate with him. So that's my standpoint on that. Other than that, looking forward to the next one. Hope to chop it up with you about some religious stuff because you always wanted to fun people to talk to about it because you have an insight that I um, appreciate. And I like to talk to people who have different viewpoints from mine so I can understand more about, you know, just how atheists take that whole situation. So I don't come off as the intrusive Christian that just stomps on their values or their beliefs like a lot of Christians do. Um, 
other than that, man, like I said, Black Friday, I'm going out getting a smoke. I'm telling my wife tonight that that's going down. So <laughs> holla at me. Until then, peace. See you, man. <laughs> yeah, um, the, man, the religious topic, dude, like, that's something that I kind of try to shy away from. Um, if anybody wants to delve, like, I'm fully prepared to, and I think it would be a great podcast to, like, sit down and have a full-on conversation about religion. Like, I would go there, but I would only go there with, like, a select few. Like, I, I try not to do it online, like, on Twitter and shit like that, like, in Facebook, whatever, but, um, yeah, man, if you want to sit down and chop it up about religion yeah i think I, mean, we might, I think maybe we will have uh um jeff back on um if he got some time and uh just have some specific specific topics um and it's, it's kind of weird for me because you know up up until like you know uh maybe the mid-20s and stuff i had always considered myself uh christian um but one i just just i I think I had too many, I don't know, heathen ways, things that, you know, I just wanted to do and it just wasn't their, their way. And then another part, I just, you know, I, being that I worked at the church for so long and said it, I just, just see stuff that I just wasn't like, wasn't cool with and not necessarily like, no, fuck shit. Like, you know, uh, 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 grope it, you know, child groping and no crazy shit like that. But just, you know, just knowing too much about stuff. So, yeah, I'd be, I would love to be able to have a, a more more deeper conversation about it. So, hopefully we can get Jeff or anybody else on. And uh, um, and love to just keep taking questions. That's the easiest way to uh, just feed back to the podcast for us. So, um, for those who are, we definitely would love to, your input. So Yeah, if anybody can get a, a scenario in which you can get me to discuss religion in a... Uh, open forum. I mean, hey, I really, I, I think, I mean, it, I think. Congrats, man, because I, mean, I, 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 I shy away from it. Well, but. I think it takes, you know, the, the, like, the attitude and honesty and the things that, like, Jeff comes with because. Uh, he's sensible. Yes, he's sensible. And, you know, he, being knowledgeable of the Bible to be able to explain certain stuff and to just, you know, be able to have a conversation without, like, condemnation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to. To have a conversation about uh, topic, the topic, and not, you know, hold judgment and things of that nature, you know. So, I mean, I, I Jeff has definitely been the the most open person that I've, you know, talked to in years, you know, that can do that, you know. So, shout out to Jeff, and hopefully we get that we get that cracking at some point. So, um, it would definitely be a good uh good conversation because there's there is no uh means of media in which you can hear me talk about religion in a in-depth kind of way it's kind you know, of, you know I, I i i throw my shade when i get faded at the end of a podcast but um having an actual in-depth conversation and i i think one of the yeah, one, of, one of the things i've grown and we could um just one just one comment um and we can go on to the next uh um uh video uh, audio or whatever feedback feedback <laughs> shit um is that you know growing up uh 
being in a church, homosexuality was always one of those things that you just would just shun or whatever. And I think my views have so changed that it's not so much as biblical anymore because it's like I can't see myself to to hate and dislike someone because they're gay or whatever. So I know that's totally against, you know, all things Bible, but I just haven't, you know, then you start thinking about talking about like uh, um, gays and marriage and stuff like that. And I'm just like, why the fuck does it matter? Like your your potential walk with whatever God you 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 serve has nothing to do with their decision to 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 make those decisions and lifestyles and stuff. You know, so, you know, certain things I'm like, I don't think that's really that bad. And I think that's just probably not the. I guess Christian way or whatever. So, whatever. Um, I think it is. Really? I think being accepting of other people's lifestyles is absolutely the Christian way. Well, I think, and I think if you're a Christian person, then it, but see, I, yeah, and I just I was never really taught, and I you know never really taught it. It was just that was just you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't accept it. You know. So, but I I mean I think I've grown to to have acceptance and love for people who choose the way they want to do whether whatever partner they you know decide on so yeah we we have the religion conversation on the podcast in depth it, it'll be easily the i think the best episode we've ever done because i i there's so much room for growth and conversation that it would be great and i i I tend to shy away from it like online, but if I got a group of people who I respect and we can all discuss it in a civil manner and I, 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 I'd buy into it. So, I mean, it could, it could turn out to be a really great conversation. So I'm, I, I wouldn't shy away from it. Well, so let's, let's get that going. Yeah. So, um, the next email that I want to read is from, uh, I mean, you could tell us, <laughs> how to pronounce your name i said louise but i mean i don't know why i thought louis he said oh to say louis it's probably louise because I, i'm just I, I pronounce everything wrong so yeah but i mean louise, I have to say it. uh i'm throwing a little bit of latin from alpha 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 falva where is he from <laughs> he's he doesn't matter he's from a place, <laughs> a, a place that doesn't exist <laughs> alfalfa Alabama in the middle of bumpfuck cousin cousin fucking country doesn't matter but um uh, uh he well no let, let's give proper uh proper What's his Twitter uh, name? yeah that's, I was trying to figure out what his Twitter name is but I can't recall if he's really uh tweet us let me see uh let me look at my Twitter mentions for the podcast because I think he had I think he tweeted us I don't know if I was wrong he didn't. Um, why can't I figure out his? I know what his fucking name was though. Like I, I, oh, his uh Twitter name is Mister Bully Four Hundred Four. There you go. That's what it is. (laughs) So uh, he sent a uh, message in, which again I have not read prior to now. So I think it's a cool thing. It's just fresh. We don't have to like. We could kind of have some kind of surprise with it. So yeah, I I like the freeness of it. But uh, he said, "Oh wait, what? Before you do that." Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Jeff just got a uh, Twitter page. Did you see that? No. Yeah, he's uh he he tweeted the podcast earlier. 
You win. I now have a Twitter account. Can you please not shade me on thoughts on tonight's podcast? We're absolutely not shading you. We said the most positive things about you. But what's the Twitter name? Put it out there. Uh, <laughs> Papa Panda nine seven one four. <laughs> now we may shade you on the name because that's like the longest. Papa Panda. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> and he's following three people. Oh, it's his wife is white and he's black, so it's some panda shit. Oh, that's so gay. All right, uh, yeah. And he follows three people and, and let him cook. All three of them is me, you, and the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, so, all right. So you Bruce, read uh Mr. Bully's uh uh email. Yeah. So he says before I start, forgive my punctuation. I know Mike got to kill me for it. Yeah, there's no commas in this. But I'm going to let him cook. <laughs> uh, but, but fuck him and Batman. Why you got to sh- shade Batman? But just want to say thank you to you and Mike and the homie Otis because uh, you two, you made a nigga like me give zero fucks about politics, sit and listen and learn a whole lot more than I ever really knew or actually gave a fuck about knowing. It's a lot easier to listen to two brothers who are like me speak on things of importance to sit and watch or listen to these stiff ass motherfuckers on CNN or Fox. So, uh, Mike and Otis and the what up the podcast. I salute you. Keep on doing the good work you're doing. And thank you again. Salute to you both. Okay. So it's a shout out. He didn't have a question, but oh, okay. It was a shout out. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Um, feel free to go ahead and throw that on our iTunes page. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> with a, along with a, uh, a five star review. <laughs> that would be uh much appreciated. appreciate it. Much appreciate it. Yeah, man. I mean, we we already know that you've been listening for a long time, so it's good to get that feedback in and get that uh email in. So we appreciate that and uh put it out there. You know, you guys send us feedback, send us emails. We're gonna read them online, so read them on the podcast. So feel free to send that shit in and I will keep my shade for you at a minimum if you send us feedback. You know, if you send me some bullshit, I, I might, I might clown you, but you know, I'll, I'll keep it looking. I didn't, I didn't. He had nary a condom in the, condom. A he nary had nary a comma in that whole, in that whole message, and I just inserted him just reading it. So I mean, yeah, he 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 doesn't know condoms, condoms. Fuck, he doesn't know commas. <laughs> I want to play condoms in a lottery now. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know commas, but you know, I let it cook. You know, I'm let him be. Which I haven't because I've mentioned that he didn't put any commas several times. But, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah, keep that shit coming in, man. Appreciate it. So, um, uh, our last bit of feedback is from uh, DJ Tim Hines from uh, a small council podcast. It's a podcast about Game of Thrones. Um, he actually guest featured on a podcast about Westworld, which is a fire-ass show on HBO right now, which is... In its first season and the episode that airs on Sunday is the eighth episode. Uh, they just just dropped the podcast for the seventh episode with him and Axel Foley, who was on our our podcast uh, a little while back. And uh, he's gotten into the podcast. He's been listening. He's been giving feedback on Twitter and he sent in some some feedback on uh, I don't want to say on the last episode. I don't know what the feedback is on because I haven't listened to it yet. But uh, like I said, we like to freestyle the feedback. But uh, 
he sends in some uh some feedback and I, I think you said you listened to some of his uh some of his music, right? You yeah, he does he does dope house mixes on yeah, SoundCloud. Dope house mixes. So we yeah. uh post a link, uh sort of his Twitter name and his uh link at some point at uh um the week. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it together. But yeah, uh so uh DJ Tim Hines, big I'm a big fan of his. Um and everything that him and his podcast cohorts do. So it's super dope to get feedback from him. He put me on, um, he put me up on, uh, a interesting documentary that came on Viceland about Detroit that I watched, uh, last night. That was pretty interesting. So yeah, man. So, uh, we'll get his feedback popping. It's, It's fairly long, but we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, you know, play it. Maybe we'll talk through it. Maybe not. Who knows? But, uh, he gave some fire-ass feedback, so let's see what he had to say. Yo, what's up, Michael and Otis? This is Tim from Long Island, New York. Uh, first time calling with some feedback. Been talking to you guys for a little bit on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, you know, just listening to a bunch of episodes now for the past few months. Uh, I'm really digging the show, what you guys do. I've been jotting stuff down, hoping to call in with some funny-ass shit. I am white guy, so I was trying to, you know, maybe jot some notes down, clear up this whole uh, white questioning thing. Um, white people do do some pretty weird, corny shit. Walk around uh, myself, If I give you a little <laughs> bit of background, I come from, uh, you know, Long Island, Queens. I was born and raised right outside, you know, the five boroughs of New York City. It's pretty diverse around here. We got a lot of different colors, different ethnicities, uh, and... You know, there's not a lot of room, so the next neighborhood with a different type of ethnicity is probably only five minutes away if, you know, you you, you go in any direction. So you're really surrounded by everybody, and, you know, oh, over my, my growing up, you know, I'm in my late 30s, I've pretty much, you know, accepted everybody, and... I like to know how old DJ Tim Hines. I I don't know how old he is. He's but late thirties though. Yeah, he said uh, no. I'm saying he said late thirties, but I mean you're. I'm thirty six. Thirty six. Yes. Dang, you old as fuck. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a new revelation in the, one of the podcasts. No, I was gonna say thirty five, but because most of the people that I know are older than me. But uh, so I figured, oh yeah, you're probably thirty five, thirty six. Shit, you old as shit. Um, I turned thirty five in January, so I'm mid thirties. You're mid thirties. He's late thirties, so. All the same age. I like the before we proceed. I like the idea. I like the fact that he's from New York. I like the I like the fact that he's about to give us a an idea of what it's like in New York. So interested to hear this. It's this gonna be good. My first thing I want to get to. It's it's kind of shitty. I don't really want to get into it, but it's the state of the world right now, and with this racism shit, and I I. I mean, feeling where I came from, I had blinders on because, I don't know, a lot of people I know, very few, were vocal about how they feel race-wise, and I feel for years growing up, that was like all, I felt like it was going away, and everything was getting good. Then all of a sudden, through President Obama's administration, all these racists started coming out of the woodwork slowly, and 
all the ones who were closet racists were latching on. And then, you know, one guy says something stupid. Oh, look, look, now this guy, I know I can joke around with him and say dumb shit about some, somebody's ethnicity or somebody's race, and he's going to be on my team. And, and now we're a pair of racists, and so now we're going to go get a third racist. And I feel like it's slowly been building momentum. And this fucking election season just totally threw shit off the rails. Now, I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible. Like, I'm embarrassed to be a human right now i feel like we were making so much progress we're getting so much thing so many things done and now i see friends scared friends scared they might get deported friends scared that they, they might get put on a list somewhere uh you know spanish people some muslim people you know uh, it's just crazy and, and then you see all this you know black white racism come up again and it's just unnecessary and it, yeah, you know it's it's so hard to fathom from my angle. I am a DJ by trade, and I do parties. Music brings people together, no matter what color, race, whatever. I've done a party, an engagement party, where I had an Arab family and an El Salvadorian family in an engagement party getting married, and they were all dancing together. You know it. Shit is possible. I don't want to hear this nonsense that it all oh, can't happen. These people do this. These people do that. That's bullshit. If you're an asshole, you're a fucking asshole. If you're a good dude, you're a good dude. Oh, lady, well, you know, how be it? But fuck it. Man, you don't need to just completely be stereotyping and hating. I mean, I was looking at Michael's Facebook today. I don't know if you guys are going to touch on it, but a reporter fucking saying saying dropping the m-bomb in a nasty hateful way on tv tired of them killing each other blah 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 are you fucking serious lady fucking you're a reporter you're supposed to be impartial to everything and just deliver the news i don't want your fucking opinion mixed up in my news man don't even get me started on the media but i, I shit like because this this now is an awful segue into the funny white shit things that white people do hey, so i'm not even gonna get there yet um, so the story he's talking about, um, uh, a white, uh, um, newscaster, um, on, I think Channel 4, I think it was. Um, yeah, I think it was. She had been covering some story, and I guess in off camera or something like that, she had said, like, I'm tired of these niggas killing each other. I don't know if she said which N word she said, niggas, nigger, whatever the case. No, it had the ER. ER. And at least in the transcript that I, I read. I feel like being in Detroit, Detroit black on black crime has been prevalent for years, decades, years, and so this not the, that that isn't the business for you if you're tired of that shit because that's been happening for years. But to not be sympathetic and not be um, politically correct or whatever the case, you're just in the wrong industry. Then that's just you know it, it, you have to have some kind of sympathy for the people that you're serving as you know reporting the news that you just can't do shit like that yeah and we our our situation here is it's it's interesting in that nothing's really changed so her coming out like yeah i'm sick of reporting on niggas killing each other and shit like that that's that's not new and what I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this, mentioned this previously. So if I have, 
let me know. But w- one of the things that really bothers me about the whole idea of black on black crime in in Detroit or other inner city urban areas is the idea that this is somehow worse than what white people have been doing. Like we're talking about a race of people who um, have started wars over religion. These are people, these are people who have uh, came over to the U- came over to this country and just took it from the Native Americans and said, hey, this is mine now. And who have said, hey, you know what? I feel like black people are inferior, so let's just make them serve us. Or, hey, uh, you're white, but I don't like the fact that you're Jewish, so I'm going to make you, uh, I'm going to just put you in a camp and kill you now. You know, like, this is a race of people who feel so, uh, entitled like all this shit is mine and if i feel like this shit should be this way then that's how it is and so to come at us like hey black people are killing each other black people been killing each other fairly recently like what they cite like they cite like what's going on right now in chicago or they cite uh gang violence from like what the the fucking 80s or some shit like that like i mean black people been killing each other as far as they can document for the past what like like thirty years. But, then, but but the trend of the trend of black on black violence or any of that stuff, and we've uh, we've touched on that, you know, plenty of other episodes and stuff like that. You know, we talked about, you know, proximity crime and things of that nature. But the the key thing people don't people need to really research and, and know more is that these crimes happen in the inner city where one, education is low, jobs are low. Do you think that uh uh crime of that nature that's happening in our cities and things that are or, or places like this are happening because everybody is gainfully employed. Like, no, there's no place for everybody working that this shit is popping off. You got prejudice because of, uh, of felonies. You got prejudices because of, you know, uh, uh, just being black and you can't get certain jobs. You can't, you know, do well in life. I mean, these are all things that need to be considered. And, and when you when people, you know, go against, you know, um, the whole notion of why is black on black crime happening and stuff like that. There's if you had the the if you had the whole whole Brightmore Detroit, everybody's working, everybody has, you know, decent job, everybody has money and things of that nature. This shit ain't happening then. You know? But yeah, we I just I I don't want to hear about black on black crime when white people have been coming to the coming to this country and taking what they feel is theirs just without any kind of repercussions like right. we're just come, we're just going to come over and take our shit that we feel belongs to us and then now in 2016 and we're like hey what the fuck they're like yeah well y'all killing each other in Chicago like okay so this is 2016 people people been dying in Chicago in 2016 or dated back as far as you want like white people have been doing this kind of shit where they just come over and just like kill people and say this is mine now for for centuries. Right. So like I like I don't like hearing that that kind of shit. But uh so far man, yeah, Tim's uh Tim, Tim voicemail fire. Right. <laughs> like I I'm loving what I'm hearing right. so far. I feel far. like I don't want to interrupt him anymore, but you know, I definitely want to just just interject, but yeah. Yeah, I feel you. 
Are you, you getting up? You about to? No, go ahead. Uh, you, you about to go piss? You gotta? Yeah, I, I gotta go. Piss. <laughs> you gotta do it me? But I figure I can hear him. Hey, go for it. I mean, we on pause now. <laughs> like pause. I mean, you know. No, we already on pause. Like you can go do what you gotta do, man. But um, <laughs> I like the fact that like what we say in uh, I guess I don't want to say the black community, but what we say is the idea of woke, which is the idea of being aware of what what's going on in the country right now and how race relations are and it makes me feel <laughs> I don't want to say hopeful because I'm not hopeful at all but it gives me like a glimmer of hope to hear stuff like what Tim is saying right now and to see uh, things on Facebook from people who I know who are just like, you know what, man, this shit is fucked up, man. And I, I it gives me like a, a, a small smidgen of hope that there are people out there who, who, who realize what's really going on and that things are really fucked up out here. And it, I don't know. It just, it helps. Yeah, it, it helps. Cause I mean, for me right now, I, I go to an office where it's, you know, predominantly white and everybody's so carefree. Like, oh yeah, we're at work, we're having a good time, you know, we're getting along and all this and and I'm sitting there with my big ass uh noise blocking headphones like this country is shit right now. And it helps me to not feel alone. You know, and I know that there are black people who are like, yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah, we're fucked. You know, this country is is really shitty right now. But it gives me a substantial amount of, uh, of, of satisfaction to know that there are white people out there who who realize that there are other white people out there who are just like completely fucked up. And, like, I mean, we realize that black people are fucked up, too. There's plenty of black folks out there who are fucked up, killing other folks or whatever. But, you know, it 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 helps me to realize that we're not alone. There's there's white folks who, who realize that we're at a disadvantage and that we're being fucked over. And it's like, you know, this country right now for minorities is not it's not a good look. So, yeah, I'm liking the voicemail so far, but uh, let's keep it going. But my girl, she have, has a friend that she went to school with, and a black person, and uh, she was you know, on her Facebook the other day, and she says, look at this shit, and it was the most awful thing I've seen in a long time, especially for something on Long Island. Now, she writes this whole post about how, how her kids were taunted on 11 9 you know, from this asshole winning the presidency, and her daughter was punched in the pussy on the bus by a white kid and fuck? told to get used to it. What so I go, fuck? what the fuck? What happened? I'm, and I'm like, now I'm like, I gotta see the, the feed, and I gotta read this whole thing. Right Yo, the girl and the kid were in first grade. 
what the fuck is wrong with these people? First these grade. parents. These kids don't learn this shit from nowhere. They learn this shit from hate media, hate parents, and in your household. And right. to me, that's scary as fuck. Because I don't look at the world that way. And I don't want to look at the world that way. But it's a fucking harsh reality that there's a big goddamn percentage that looks at the world that way. And... Yeah, shit is just crazy, man. I, this 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 race shit, it's got me twisted. I, I don't like it. I don't want to be a part of it. And I just want to play music and make people dance and enjoy life. Yeah, There's man. fucking too many good people out there, no matter what color, creed, kind right. of nationality you are. It's fucked up. The shit's going on. Uh, just a fucking crazy situation. We just got to get through it. I know that anytime I hear people saying dumb shit or, or fucking acting dumb, they're just completely X'd out of my life. I don't need that shit. I want to live my life, you know, pure and enjoy people for who they are. It's fucking, I don't know if it's crazy or if it's me, but that just seems fucking logical. I, I look at my cousin, all right, little cousin. She's just turned 18. She went into college, freshman in college. At her graduation party it looked like the fucking un at, at her graduation party and i loved it i loved it every color was fucking there every nationality and they're all hanging out and she lives in a, in a real cool neighborhood where there's a real big mix and everybody the kids don't see it like that and i want to believe that that's the way these kids are coming up and then i read this shit on my girl's facebook and it fucking boiled my blood and I, it just got me crazy that I don't want to live this way and I don't want this whole presidency to turn this way. And I'm glad college kids are marching out right now on equality just to at least unify them. If not, they can't overturn a presidency, but if they can unify themselves and get to a spot where, where they're on the same page, then hopefully they'll be smart enough in the next election term or the upcoming election term after that to make real fucking change because it starts small. You got to work with your local politicians, get these corrupt fucking old little fucking whiny ass bastard senators and, and congressmen out of there <laughs> and replace them with some fresh forward thinking people. Yeah. Damn. I really don't want to talk politics or the state of the world, but that shit is fucking really been irking me and you guys seem like a good spot to get it out to because you guys are real level-headed and you know you guys talk real shit so that's my real shit so now let's get into the white people conversation as a representative <laughs> of white people most of the crazy shit you ask does not apply to me so <laughs> i cannot personally say that why these things are being done but being around white people a lot of my life, I've seen these stupid things fucking done. And it, they are fucking stupid. So let's start with the, the first one. Why do white people over drink? Fuck <laughs> do I know. I, I think it's because they just fucking hate their lives, that they're awesome lives, and they fucking feel like shit that their parents are so good to them and they gave them so <laughs> much nice things and nice money that they just want to go pollute their brains till they puke. What the fuck? I don't even drink. And that shit is stupid to me. When I see people acting stupid like that, I fucking walk away. I never could really hang at those kind of parties when I was growing up unless I was playing music and then I wasn't paying attention. Fucking shit is stupid. Drink to fucking chill. Get your head on. 
And that's it. You don't need to fucking wake up puking and fucking to kill you next day. Like, oh, that shit was epic, bro. Oh, my God. That was like fucking the best night ever. Do you even remember it? No. What do we do? I don't know. Oh, I think we flipped over a car. <laughs> fucking A. Fuck those guys. Those guys suck. Fuck that. Next one. All right. Why are white people so nosy in scary movies? Because I think it's just a trope. That the scary movie people get to fucking write in that white people are stupid and gonna fucking ask questions before reacting. They don't have street knowledge. Fuck, if you put like a street white dude in one of those movies, they're not gonna act like these fucking suburban white dudes in these movies. Sorry, suburban white people, but they, they fucking played you guys in the scary movie genre. All right, next one white sharing, oversharing. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not such a, uh, chatty Kathy out in the streets you know if I know you it's a different subject but like at work I'm mostly an observer I don't really but there are a lot of motherfuckers that just talk and talk and talk and talk and I know way too much about co-workers lives their fucking wives and kids and their habits the fuck do I want to know that shit for <laughs> I mean I get it you want to make conversation but I think it's a tactic to fucking stop doing work basically he sounds like, like me you're like hey <laughs> Let's just bring up some nonsense that I could talk about so we could not do work. Stupid. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I, I feel bad exactly that I can't coworkers. really give you the proper insight, but this shit is really not me. Um, all right. White people hockey. Again, I fucking hate Ooh. hockey. It's lacrosse on ice. It's fucking stupid. It's cold in the arena. I hate being cold. I like being warm. It's fucking back and forth with penalties i don't understand they're always blowing the whistle they're always facing back off uh, it's, it's i don't know i hated hockey i live 10 minutes from the long island islanders my whole life i've been to many hockey games still don't like it usually would wait till the team was shitty and got free tickets when i bought a pair of sneakers but fucking <laughs> fuck that hockey sucks people get mad at me when i tell them hockey's an activity not a sport and they get yeah, all pissed because they love the hockey. Sport. But really, I mean, those guys, you know, they do work out. But I really don't get the over-obsession <laughs> with hockey. There's a lot better sports out there, like football. Just the best sport Word. in America. That's right. NFL, baby. <laughs> uh, I know you guys are big fans, too. Love to hear you guys talk a little more football. You guys do fantasy, a little more of that. You we see do. what you do. You know, like, I'm a big fantasy guy. I'm on three teams. Right. I'm actually on a team with Axel Foley and Heat Solo. Uh, you know, it's Let actually the league. STDC the league, man. So This is how right. diverse we are. So the name of our league it. is the STD <laughs> Fantasy League. No, not because we're gay and fucking give each other STDs. It's from a spinoff of Axel's old fraternity in college, Strength Through Diversity. Okay. That's how we roll. Everybody's welcome. Everybody gets a shot. Once you're a fuck up, once you're an asshole, you might get another shot. But fuck up too much, you're out. Do something across the line, you're out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets a shot. Don't matter. Man, oh, I feel like I went on for too long. I hope this all fits in. I hope you guys get to pause it here and there and touch on certain subjects while I elaborated. We but did. I apologize for white people always doing wacky shit, but I hope <laughs> we provide you some entertainment as a stereotypical subgenre of human. All right, guys. I got more to say, but I'm going to hold it for another podcast another feedback this is my first one had a lot of shit to get off my chest thank you very much for what you guys do thank you for all your callers and fans that call in and your feedbacks because 
that shit is funny. Some of it's real topics. Some of it makes me think. But I love connecting with some some different regions of the country, getting an insight on Detroit, you know. And uh, you guys got that that what up though out there over here in New York is pretty much a what's good. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. everything's good in the hood. And what's really good is the What Up Though podcast. All right, fellas. Hope to hear what you guys think on the podcast. Peace. Oh, man. That was a great voice. Yeah, it was actually dog. a pretty good one, man. Man, that, that was, was great, Doug. I love that, man. That was yeah. great. So not, only, great, not only did we did we talk about it on the podcast, we played it in its entirety yeah. on the podcast. So. That was great, man. I, lo- it, I love that voicemail, Tim. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was up. Because and, and I have to say, I had I had hesitance when he said it was like 12 minutes. I was like, how in the fuck are we going to play this whole thing on the podcast? It didn't feel like 12 it minutes. It didn't, though. It, no, it, not it, at all. It, it felt like a smooth five minutes of like yeah. shit. Yeah, so that's what's up. That's where, you know, you got good good conversation good topics or something it doesn't even seem that it seemed like i i, I could have went probably a good another five ten minutes yeah of, and, of shit so that was good stuff that was good stuff yeah i like getting um i like getting feedback and any kind of evidence really that shows that there are people like him out there right because we get so few of that man like and i don't mean on the podcast i mean in general just in general like yeah we get so few people who who get it? You know what I'm saying? Like they they understand what's going on, and I think he gets a lot of his um his understanding from his background because, like he said, he, he lived outside the boroughs or whatever, and he had a whole lot of different interaction with uh different people from different boroughs and whatever. And I I, I love the idea of somebody who has had a a rich interaction with uh, a a large a, a, a diverse group of people and mm-hmm. could say like, you know, man, this shit that's going on is fucked up. And it gives me a smidgen of hope. Cause like, I, I don't get it often cause I'm so pessimistic. I'm so cynical. I'm so like, man, this country is fucked. A lot of the people here are fucked. And it gives me, it gives me some kind of hope going forward to get shit like that that lets me know that there are people who get it you know what i'm saying and, and who don't because a lot of times when we when we do this podcast man i feel so conflicted like man like you know i say a whole lot of bad shit about white folks man i say a whole lot of bad shit and, and it's it's tough for me because i know so many white people who i respect who i appreciate and who are who who get it, you know, who 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 understand what's going on and who feel for what we have to deal with, especially here in Detroit. Right. And to get messages like that, it it gives me it gives me that little bit of hope and for me it's it's important for me because I spend a lot of my day being down. Right. Like depressed, like man, this is so fucked up. Nobody really gets what's going on. Uh, you know, things are just really bad right now. And so to get a guy who's from New York and he's a white guy and he's like, you know what? I'm a white guy. I get what you guys are going through. This shit is so fucked up. It's so crazy out here. Like to 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 get that kind of shit is is 
it means a lot to me because for me being so pessimistic as I am, it, it means a lot to me to 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 see somebody who gets it. That's what's up. And it goes a long way. It goes a long way with me because my, my my pessimism is high as fuck. Yeah, I uh, I don't really. I mean, I can't really say anything you you uh, you haven't said already. Um, it's definitely you know, I I'm not su- I'm not surprised that, that that he feels the way he feels, and you know, just because of our interaction on Twitter and things of that nature. But I think it was uh, it was definitely shown a lot more, you know, with the with the uh, um his feedback. So it's definitely refreshing. To uh, know that they're and he, and truly here, like you know, you can see random comments of people saying they they understand and stuff like that, but yeah. to actually like really hear it and like you know, grave detail is like you know, pretty pretty fucking dope. Yeah, so, man. And then you know, too, you know, to pass on, um, have people who actually really truly honestly dig our podcast is always good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, so, man. Because I <laughs> you mean, know, uh, so, and that's and that's secondary to uh, uh, all of life's troubles, but you know. <clears throat> to be able to you know do our podcast you know weekly and you know to, to have people that we know actually really like it and shit like that especially folks that are not from here like i don't know why i feel like not that i i discount our listeners here but i feel like you know they may have people who listen to it here have listened to it because they've like known us and stuff right so yeah. it's not like not that I, I don't think i don't feel like i don't think they feel obligated but they had a sort of relationship prior to to listening you know so it's always extra cool um to get listeners who are not you know from here or didn't know us until randomly on twitter so i don't even know how he found did he find it from axel um because i figured i'm assuming they've known each other Um, no yeah yeah yeah. um so i think that's the connection i'm pretty sure that's so yeah no that no that absolutely is but like i i got on to when i started watching game of thrones it was after my back surgery so i spent two three months in a bed watching game of thrones and I, i i got caught up on game of thrones to where it was this was season three of game of thrones this this, well in between season three and four and i watched it i got obsessed with it and i went on podcast started popping off so i went on my podcast app trying to find game of thrones podcast i was like man this shit is everything let me you know find podcasts that talk about it and I stumbled across a uh, podcast Winterfell, which he was on, which Axel is on, and um, it's uh, the the creator of it is uh, Matt Murdock, and uh, I started wa- I started listening to that. I got really into it. They were all on it, and uh, Matt fell out of it for a little bit. He got back on it, but he fell out of it for a little bit, and it caused uh, Tim and Axel to and others to start their own podcast. And I started listening to that, and I, you know, I, I was sending feedback, try to talk to him on Twitter and shit like that, and it, it kind of built from there. So, you know, I, I became a fan of their podcast, and then we started ours, and uh, it just worked out to where uh, Axel listen to our shit he thought it was cool tim listened to it thought it was cool and here we are that's what's up yeah so i mean it's it's 
it's cool to to make that connection with people who you wouldn't otherwise interact with in real life. Like they 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 get a a pretty substantial amount of feedback and people who listen to their shit and they are I don't want to say accustomed, but they're they're pretty much accustomed to getting feedback from all different kinds of backgrounds and reading feedback on their podcast. But for us, it's, it's fairly new, you know, to right. get feedback from people who aren't people that we know and kick it with. So, uh, yeah, that feedback, man, that shit was great, man. I love listening to that, man. That was a, that was a great fucking voicemail, man. Thanks for sending that in, Tim. Yep. Um, how, where, where time are we at? Um, we're at one fifty-seven. So c- creeping up on two hours. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really have nothing else. Um, and if you got some last closing words, uh, I guess we could end this shit. And uh, uh, yeah, no, I got nothing, man. So uh, as always, you know, uh, appreciate all the listens. Um, if you have any questions, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of our uh, feedbacks have been well. Recently, we've getting uh, like audio feedback. So feel free if you. Don't feel like really typing a bunch of shit. Um, you can leave us the audio feedback. Uh, Jeff actually sends us videos because he, uh, I guess he posts them in his long car ass to work. So whatever option is good for you. Um, hell, if you even want to call on the phone while we're recording, just yeah, let look, us know. Uh, that'd be yeah, man. Too. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, we um, we're cool with doing like you know like a little Skype thing, man. So if you want to uh, hook up a you know, a little Skype podcast because we're trying to work yeah. something out with. Not uh, even just a comment. If you actually just want to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. That's what I meant. Yeah, I said comment, but that's what I meant. Like we have, um, you know, we could do. We could accommodate Skype. So exactly, yeah, we can accommodate Skype. So uh, we're trying to work out a thing with the uh, games we don't play podcast to talk about. Um, <laughs> I think games to a lesser extent, but <laughs> based on our Twitter interactions, we're gonna mainly talk about food. Yeah. But <laughs> But yeah, uh, we're, and, we're trying to. And we started. I started getting the game. I got an Xbox. And uh, shout out to uh, Trophy. Uh, he sent me some um, uh, some code so I could download some. Man, uh, fuck Trophy. Some, 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 some <laughs> Bing Bang Theory hating ass bitch. <laughs> fuck Trophy. <laughs> well, Trophy, you still cool with me? Um, he sent me Man, some uh, some some uh, some code so I can get some uh, free uh, Xbox games. So <laughs> I am. Uh, so did you see that they had one of uh killer mike's uh killer mike's dj on there uh one of their episodes track stars yeah they had track star on and (laughs) uh sean as track star was like so what do you think about big bang theory and track star was like man fuck big bang theory like oh man of all the episodes i didn't listen to that one i guess yeah he was like he was like oh fuck big bang theory i'm like oh man fucking like Killer he, Mike's DJ said, fuck Big Bang Theory. And I tweeted him like, oh, man, fuck y'all, man. Like, Big Bang Theory is the shit. And Tracks are tweeting me back like, fuck you. You don't know shit. Like, I'm like oh, man. <laughs> you, like, you, I know what he said, but it was something akin to that. You're making enemies already. Yeah, making enemies with D, with Killer Mike's DJ. Like, But, yeah. Uh, that's what's up. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we could, we could talk Big Bang Theory out. Like, when we get uh, – I would like to do a, a podcast with uh, games we don't play. And we could talk about games – and we could talk about um, why Chaffee doesn't like Big Bang Theory and why I do. But yeah, uh, <laughs> we got to get Chaffee on. Yeah, that that definitely be uh be cool to uh to have him. So yeah, get Baylor on, man. Like, and speaking of which, uh, Baylor, I'm sure you you're gonna listen at some point. 
I had somebody comment on my Facebook talking about how great your fucking voicemail was, man. Right, I saw that comment. I saw that comment. Yeah, and I'm like, man, he's fucking hilarious, though. I don't know why Baylor doesn't have his own fucking podcast, man. Baylor is fucking messages to us are great. I think he's like knee-deep in like wife and kids and sports. <laughs> I thought you were going to say knee-deep in pussy or oh, something. Oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. I, I would like... I, would, I look forward to uh, doing like a little co-podcast, man. So we... Uh, we talk about this fairly frequently, and none of us have made any effort to actually make it happen. But we need to make it happen. Um, like, like Osea, man, we might not be recording next week, but after that, man, let's get, let's get it cracking, man. Let's do that, man. It. So, yeah, we uh see you guys in in, uh, in two weeks. Um, other than that, you hit our po- uh, email up at whatever the podcast. Maybe at, next week. At G- Who knows? Maybe so. We don't know. Yeah, um, we don't know. If Who it knows? is, it could be a surprise. Um, right. Yeah. Surprise to all of us, right. including so, uh, myself, including us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our e- our Gmail is uh, emails at whatever the podcast at Gmail. Um, you could uh, e- uh, message either of us. Uh, my Twitter is blame Otis. His is Michael underscore Aaron or our podcast. <laughs> Uh, Twitter's uh, one of their podcasts. Um, That's the Gmail too. Gmail too. Yep. Um, yeah. So other than that, uh, thanks for all the feedback. Much appreciated. And uh, good episode. Right. Exactly. I enjoyed the feedback. Shout Definitely. out to everybody who gave feedback. Also, um, if you find the time, hit us up on um, the iTunes feedback. And, Lisa, and I will try my damnedest to look at it because like I, I don't look at it at all. So. There could be people who have left feedback on iTunes and, <laughs> and we're just saying like leave feedback and they're like I left it if you didn't fucking any read it. Feedback we would tweet about it because I definitely don't look. Yeah, at I it. will try my damnedest to remember to check that shit. So uh, I will let y'all know and I will try to read feedback. So get feedback in. If we don't record for two weeks, that's plenty of time to get feedback in, and I will put it in my notes to check the iTunes feedback. To read that shit whenever we record again, whether it's uh, whether it's the day before Thanksgiving or whether it's two weeks from now, I will check that shit and read it. And so you don't have to feel like your feedback was lost on us and we sitting here begging for feedback and you left it. Right. Like, I left some shit. Yeah. So, um, and hopefully uh, we can get uh, W. Axel Foley on, talk, talk a little bit of politics and maybe a little bit of TV shit, too. Uh, hopefully Otis will start watching Westworld. We could talk about Westworld. What, <laughs> what, what station that comes on? The West, yeah, Otis is so out of touch on TV <laughs> shit. But uh, yeah, Westworld is our new shit, man. Tim t- uh, Tim watches Westworld. He actually uh, uh, Axel's uh, the, their Westworld podcast is typically Axel and Heath. But uh, Tim was on the last episode, which they. Dropped, I think, while I was over here. What does so that come I, on? Westworld? Yeah. It comes on Sunday. No, what station? Uh, oh, HBO. Oh, fuck. Yeah, right, and right, it's it's by the it's by the same uh it's by the brother of Christopher Jonathan Nolan, brother of Christopher Nolan, who did the Batman trilogy and Inception and Memento and so it, it's some it's some heavy shit. So it's hey, a does good anybody want to uh, DM me their uh, HBO Go password? <laughs> Uh, I would definitely jump into Westworld, so uh, uh, let me know. <laughs> yeah, we got a fire ass West Westworld group popping off for uh, for Axel's podcast. He has a group for it on Facebook, and we theorize. How many in episodes? There and, How many episodes has it been? It's uh, seven so far. 
Okay. Episode seven was last Sunday. It's a ten episode season. So uh yeah, three weeks the season will be over. I could get into that. I just need to get access, but I'm pretty sure I could figure that out. So Yeah, so if you want to talk Westworld, you can hit me up, not Otis, but you can hit me up and we can talk Westworld. Uh you can hit me up and talk any T V shit really. I mean I'm 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 into it. So uh yeah. So keep the feedback coming. We appreciate all y'all. Otis gave y'all the contact info, so Hit us up if you got any questions, comments, feedback, and we will put it on the show. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Peace. <laughs> Eat that turkey. <laughs>